I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I don't puff blunts, so I always got my breath. Never had to battle with a bulletproof vest. They call me Cock Weasel, but I still cave a chest. I can wear jerry curls because I'm not from the West. No disrespect to the West. True indeed. I rock it to the East. The East is the sea. To see them, to see that them days back, your sheepskins and hot tracks. Peace to Mr. Magic. Things are getting tragic. Now we on some new stuff. I never wear the Ku Klux. Got my own clan. My own clan is acting up. I blame it on the Philly Blunt. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on Sunday. Let's get this bad boy started. Yes, we are. It's the Blackout Tips Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. Very easy to find us. Uh, while you're there, you know, you can do stuff like become a premium listener, leave votes in the polls, comment on each episode, a uh, bunch of stuff right there at theblackouttips.com. Um, you can do, uh, email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Leave us voice messages throughout the week as long as they're three minutes or less. 704-557-0186. Appreciate everybody that takes time out to do that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is sponsored. It is actually double sponsored. Today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. We're going to be releasing two new albums over the coming week, one of which will be Rod and Karen's new album of Ratchetness. Mm-hmm. We back. <laughs> In the house. So this is a great time for you to catch up on what's already out there by going to iTunes or Amazon and searching for Rod Morrow for the Rod and Karen album or searching for Vanelle Lynn's Magnificent 7 album and seeing what her sexy ass is up to. Mm-hmm. Jump in now before you fall too far behind. That's right. Because some of these new uh audio plays i mean I, no sport i don't want to spoil it but you got to catch the first one to understand the full magnitude of what's so funny about these a true so you know you got got characters coming back and things of that nature um we also have a bit of a sexier sponsor let me uh find some uh sexy music um what about this <laughs> right let me ask y'all a question do you get enough right now are you getting enough would you like some more well i think you would like some more and you know who else thinks you want some more adamandeve.com they think you want some more they gonna give you 10 free things for your sexy horny ass for free that's Ah. right uh first they give you a little sexy Surprise for for her, for those of you with vaginas out there. For those of us in the dick game, they give us a specially selected toy for me and you. And third, for those of you that are kind of in either game, just couples, whatever, they give you a third gift for both of y'all. Plus, you get six free adult lymph, I mean, six free full lymphs adult movies in DVD, <laughs> on DVD. Uh, and number 10, if you were counting, that's only nine things. Number 10, free shipping mm-hmm. on the entire order. So, uh, what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not that hard, but you will be hard. Go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. 
could be an adventurous new sex toy, sexy piece of lingerie, mm-hmm. anything you desire. Okay, condoms, lube, save you some money, buy in bulk. Yes. Get free shit. Just enter the code TBGWT at checkout and you'll get 10 free gifts. Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item, get 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Will you enter the offer code TBGWT? That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. There you go, guys. Right. We got show stuff to do. Let's talk about some show stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey baby. Yes. I hate to be the backseat driver. Could you turn up my sound? Oh, okay. No problem. Um what there, about now? There you go. All right. Um so uh let's uh talk about some news, okay guys. Got lots of news going around. Um oh, for the record, premium shows back on. Yes. So I know it was getting kind of dicey there for a second, but um, they got it fixed. Yeah, we're good to go now, guys. Thank God. Yeah, we had some stuff piled up that's just been waiting to be posted. Yeah. Uh, so um, la- last night once uh, tech support got around to helping us out, letting us know what was exactly wrong with the site, we posted a new episodes of Balls D Sports, uh, which hopefully most people can enjoy. Um. And uh, this was the episode that was open to everybody on Spreecast. Now, it's still a mm-hmm. premium episode. Yes. Uh, but people were hitting me up, asking me about it, you know, feeling for that crack. It's out there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so y'all go enjoy that. Uh, we had a good time. We broke down the entire Michael Jordan Hall of Fame speech. I'm talking <laughs> every, every second of that shit. Oh, that's a classic one. So, like, we said we were going to do that when we first started this the Balls Deep show. And... um you know, we figure, hey, no time like the present. Uh, it's weird. I always go into that show planning for it to be short because uh, I'm normally tired that time of the day. I've been up since 4 in the morning and all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, once we get on the show, I'm like, you know what, man? Uh, we got to do this for the people, man. You can <laughs> you never. just have too much fun. You can never go. You can never half-ass it for the people, man. So we do that shit for y'all. Uh, but, yeah, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Cause a very fun show that we did, um, and I think the Michael Jack Jordan uh, Hall of Fame speech breakdown was worth it by itself. Um, in addition to that, we did a I released a new um, uh, episode of Justin's show, another light skin moment where we talked about the Batman of Detroit. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, I think you guys will enjoy that. And tonight or sometime today, I will release the nerd off that we recorded yesterday with Chris. Mm -hmm. So tons of shit out there, man, for premium people. You know, we always want you to feel like you're getting your money's worth. Um, So uh, go enjoy that shit. Um, Let's see. What else is going on? Uh, And uh, yeah, let's. All right. We can talk about news now. All right. There's a lot of news coming out. Um, Apparently, there was a video about a drunk girl going around and um she was uh approaching guys pretending to be drunk and then they were secretly quote unquote secretly filming this and seeing how the guys would react kind of like the kind of like supposed kind of supposed to be like the 10 hours experiment uh 10 hours walking around new york mm-hmm. 
guys. Today I'm on Hollywood Boulevard. I've had a little too much to drink. Let's see if anyone will help me get home. Well, I think what they're supposed to be doing is making it seem like, oh, if a woman is drunk around men, men are so scummy that they will try to, like, take her home and rape her and shit, you know. Um, which is also a thing that people talk about on the internet, kind of like street harassment. Now that's correct. Now I saw this video a couple weeks ago. I did not play it on the show because I was like, I'm just becoming too cynical and skeptical, I guess, now. Um, um, and I just feel like you have to wait for the other shoe to drop with everything. So I'll play the video, then we'll talk about what's wrong with it. Yeah, it's a girl. She's she's walking around. She's got a uh, paper bag with obviously supposed to have alcohol in it because you have open, you know, you can't have an open container out in public without putting it in a bag. And then she stumbles around in public and then guys just walk up to her and start grabbing her. Jennifer, I'm trying to find the bus to Culver City. The bus? You don't need to take a bus tomorrow. No, but I need to find the. Is it? I think it's that way. Culver City. Can you help me? Where are we gonna go? To my house. Wait, but but that's not. There's a bus line at my house. There's a bus. Really? There's a bus line like that goes right here from my house. So obviously that, and that was a black dude, but uh, you know, obviously that looks pretty rapey. Not really sure any other way that could look, right? Right. Okay. There's another black dude, and he's got on a some type of weird straw hat, but you know, another dude, creepy. Oh, oh okay. Watch your step now. Come on, Miss Dave. All right, watch your step, Miss Dave. Okay, Miss Dave. You're sign. Look, the bus is right here. I got you. Oh, okay. You got it. off the chain. Keep in mind, this is broad daylight. With this shit, come on. And the camera is literally like so conspicuous. Like with the other experiment, remember the camera was like right in front of the guy. Like he had a hit in his backpack and walked in front of her. Right. This is like a person hiding around a tree, literally holding the camcorder. Oh, okay. Water bed. I got all of that. Really? Oh my god, I love water beds. They're my favorite. Oh, awesome. yeah. No, oh yeah, no. I need another one soon. Can we get more beer too? Do you really want more beer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Oh, you're stumbling all over the place, huh? What's your name? I'm Jay Beasy. What you drinking there? Beer. Yeah, so you like to party? You, you know, you want it if you wanted to maybe hang out and How go back to much? my spot. Okay, let's go. Come on. Actually, I'm feeling better though. Thanks. Uh, 
not going to charge you anything, okay? You can go for really? free. Yeah, that's right. That's so nice of you. I know. Let's go. Come on. Okay. I know. I know. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Oh Good on you. Why are you oh. doing this? I just want to help you so much. Oh. All right. So that goes on for like another minute. It's a longer video. Um. So obviously that looks pretty reprehensible, right, Karen? Yes, but it looks somewhat staged. Yeah, uh, it was staged. That's okay, why. Yeah. Um, not only was it staged, it was a hoax. Um, and this is the thing I was saying about, you know, uh, and I've been saying it about Gawker and how they're writing about race now. They're saying it about, you know, just even that Pierce Morgan thing we read about the N-word. It feels like everything is just designed to go viral now. And mm. now you have to be extra skeptical, you know, the same way that Gawker had every monday or you know they every single monday they will put up the watch john oliver take down such and such mm -hmm. and it went from like stuff that i that seemed like it could be important like watch uh john oliver discuss uh uh equal pay or something and then all of a sudden it was like watch john oliver discuss halloween candy and you're like is this an ad? Is this just the best clip from the John Oliver show every Monday at noon? Right, just so you have something to put up on your site. Right, and uh, this was one of those things where I was like, hmm, I can see this just being a thing where they've stumbled onto, hey, these social issues, especially that feminists are talking about, <clears throat> could uh, potentially get us a lot of clicks, you know, play an ad before, whatever, uh, Get us a lot of clicks, bring awareness to whatever hoax people are doing this. This video, for example, has 11 million views. That's almighty. Right. So now people are in it for the clicks. You know, like this is, the point is, let's go viral, not let's spread awareness, let's do anything. Right, because this is a real issue. And there are women that walk around like this and dudes do actually walk away with them, never but, to be seen but again. But you know what? You wouldn't catch them like this. This is not how it happens. Broad daylight, walking down the street drunk, some dude just walks off with you. That's not how it happens. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not saying it never happens that way, right, but, but this isn't like the 10 hours of harassment video where you take a girl out for 10 minutes drunk in the public and every dude's trying to be a rapist. That's not how it would happen. No. You know, if you had a chick like fall down at a bar or something, you might get a better example of guys yeah, hovering. Correct. You know. Um, but it's just amazing because, um, because you want people's natural reactions, not something that's set up in stage. Right. Well, not only was it set up that way, the guys were told that they were being part of like a, they, they were in on the joke. Like the guys were being told like, like these are real people, but they were being told like, Hey, you want to be in our video? Can you just walk up to her? Act like you're trying to take her home, you know? And they weren't. Oh, oh. And then they filmed them oh. and were like, you know, um, like here's one. Uh, the video is by what is this guy's name? I don't, I almost don't want to give him props, but Steven Zhang, 20 years old. Um, it's shot on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it's now been viewed 11 million times. Uh, the actress is Jennifer Box, 24. He, she teeters on high heels while drinking from a paper bag. The clip portrays Tipsy Box as prey getting stalked by men she encounters. When one of the men seeing the clip complains bitterly about his portrayal as a would-be rapist on the on the videos, one of the videos creators sent a private Facebook message advising him to just go with it, dude. You are in on our team now, and we will take care of you. Mm. Now, keep in mind, I'm supposed to just go with it. 
my face publicly looking like a fucking rapist right which uh, means people going to associate me with that which means i'm possibly like you say now he's getting harassed he's getting accused of of of, of shit that he's possibly he thought it was one thing and it ended up being something else right keep in mind i'm supposed to trust you now correct after you already got me out here looking like a fucking rapist without my consent now i'm supposed to go oh well i'm sure you'll take care of me whatever that means right and it wouldn't surprise me if a lawsuit comes up with this because it was like hey this is not what you told me that we were going to be doing the men shown in the video were recruited by zang and sidekick seth leach who days before the video was shot wrote on his facebook page that he was shooting some videos in la all day thursday and needed a good actress if you live in los angeles i have a friend who does and there's an actress tag them hit me up According to two sources familiar with the clip's production, the men in the video were approached on the street to take part in a comedic hidden camera video. So, One, right. So you, you can obviously see those cameras. Go ahead. Okay, so they thought this was something comedic. Yeah, they were they were being told, like, this is a joke. We're all in on it. And then the video came out, and it was like, no, the joke is you're a rapist. Yeah, they said this. I was who the fuck out of them because that's not what you told me, and now... I have to deal with, uh, especially as hot button topics as this is now, that's on social media. Now I have to deal with the harassment of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, cause I'm sure if you have a job. Correct. Your employer sees your face on here looking like, I mean, 11 million people have viewed this. Like, they see your face on here looking like a rapist, you might lose your job, you know? Right. According to two sources familiar with the clip's production, the men in the video were approached on the street. Okay, yeah. One source who said he declined an invitation to be on the video told TSG that he was told the production was a student video. He added that the film crew did not ask for participants to sign releases or any other paperwork. So you don't even know what you're getting into. They didn't ask for your uh, permission. One of the supposed sleazeballs in the video is an African-American man wearing a green shirt. And he's a street musician named Ashtray who plays buckets on Hollywood Video Boulevard. Josh Blaine, the shaggy-haired man wearing sunglasses in the video, drives a Hollywood tour bus. In a message to his Facebook friends, Blaine said he did a favor for some camera crew. Guess this is what I get for being agreeable to someone's project. He adds, it was supposed to be a funny skit. Here's to watching my back with virtually no friends. Fuck my life. Yeah, like, because you never know who's going to see you now uh, in public. and Right, and they're going to view you differently. All of a sudden, people start saying crazy shit to you, and you don't know what's happening. You didn't even realize that this was the purpose of the video. You told them, you said it was one thing. They said it was something else. Like say, you never saw any release forms with the consent that this was going to go viral or any of this. Another man seen it at the end of the video tells Box, you're in no shape to be walking around like this. And offers to take her to his place, where he has more beer. The man... Mike Moki Koshak uh, works as a sales rep for L.A. Epic, a firm that arranges nightclub crawls. Stationed in Hollywood, Koshak tries to sell tickets to tourists and other customers. Koshak's boss, L.A. Epic owner Christine Peters, told TSG that Moki was taken advantage of. And when asked to say a couple of lines from a, for a sketch comedy, Peter says they made it seem like he was trying to take the girl home. Since the name of Peter's company can be seen on Koshak's t-shirt and hat, Peter says she was upset the film, the firm had been dragged into it since we don't condone such behavior. Correct. Uh, Koshak on Facebook said the, the video was all staged and all the people in it were acting. Adding the clip does not portray myself or any other other people in it correctly. It's a false ass portrayal. And I was lied to about that video, what that video even was. Faulty as shit. Um, you know, in response to the protestations, Leach 22 sent Koshak a private message that said, the important thing to consider is that the video is going to get you well known and have a future with us and our company. 
fuck you what is a goddamn rapist yeah and not just that but how the fuck do you decide for me so now my future with your company that you ain't no paperwork been signed you haven't sent me check one we had we didn't agree here's the thing about employment it's agreed to you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you don't you don't just walk down the street i mean basically you're targeting men with this and and the reason i the bigger reason i have a problem with this one it makes men look terrible um which you know uh i don't think is like i know that people have like this power structure like well it's okay to make a man look bad to point out male privilege but this isn't mm, that. No, this isn't that. It just makes these dudes look like pieces of shit for no reason. Correct. Um, and then, I mean, you know, come up with an experiment that really illustrates it or look up actual statistics if you want to just <laughs> right. you know, talk about these issues this way. Um, the other part of this that I have a big issue with, it mocks a very serious issue. Uh, thing that people are talking about, uh, which is like consent, rape, people being drunk and alcohol's involvement in sex. Um, and it's and it's it's serious it's, and it's like these guys just use it as, as fodder for their pranks because they know that you know outrage is basically a good way of going viral today mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like just cynically looking at the internet hey if we can piss people off we can go viral even if it's all bullshit yes you're making a like i say it's one thing you make a mock when you're making fun at real issues that real women have to deal with and it's one of those things where it's like now you make people not take any of this shit seriously even if they're doing it the correct way in the correct manner with real um scenarios like real life scenarios everybody's gonna dismiss them all because they're just gonna assume that they're all fake and this gives people who just very ignorant and just wanting a reason not to believe none of the bullshit is real a reason to say well they're all fake yeah and it's like you know you you're giving fuel to these people that walk around who always dismiss are dismissive of things like street harassment Mm -hmm. rape uh consent like there's a bunch of people already out there that are dismissive of these things in general so what you did is and i saw people tweeting about it like i said i'm i think i'm just at a very cynical point in my life uh i saw people tweeting about it i saw people people angry i saw a bunch of people arguing with each other about what consent means and drunk people can't consent and all this shit things that we've discussed on this show i didn't say a word because i was just like if it's based on that video it doesn't feel right and then it comes out to be a hoax and instead of it being a discussion like well the merits of the argument are still valid that correct you should, it, instead it turns into ha ha you guys are wrong it's a fake video this isn't how it happens this isn't a real thing and that's bullshit man so you know fuck them of course he's gloating about it the Stephen leach or whatever the leach do he's going on facebook drunk girl in public uh he wrote the clip was on the homepage of pretty much every news and media website you can think of he then told told he's then said he's gonna head out to la again tomorrow creating some more viral videos for your viewing and learning pleasure who else who else would want to do that like if if you're a dude and you've seen this and you've seen him or but here's the thing some people haven't seen it that's true there's always gonna be somebody that you can trick you know, yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah. You have a camera. You have people starving yeah. for, for for the limelight or thinking this is just their, their quote unquote crack up. Right, yeah. and, you, and you're preying on people's niceness because they're really getting they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. They're not signing any paperwork, and nope. they just they think they're just helping out a student film. Mm-hmm. And and people are pretty much nice, and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll help you out. Just he only needed four men for this video to work. You know what I mean? It's not like he had a hundred dudes. True. Uh, he closed the message noting, we are the dream team and tagging his Facebook pages of Zang Box and 
studio uh sound man chris Olmedo. so yeah man it's you know once people realize you can kind of exploit the the way the system is rigged you're gonna have people doing that mm-hmm. you know and this is just the, the latest iteration of someone going oh cool this thing got a bunch of cl- clicks well why don't we uh make a bunch of bullshit you know and what the underlying thing about this is a lot of a lot of people i think we growing up in the internet age have taken for granted that certain there's certain value in websites there's certain jobs that they have there's certain things that they're always supposed to do you know hey you're a gawker you're supposed to aggregate and talk about the news but hey gawker releases something with an opinion and it gets way more clicks maybe mm-hmm. the opinion is stupid it could be it don't matter yeah it could be i remember they had that article where it was the uh black dude talking about uh he couldn't find something about black women hating on him dating white women and you read it and you're like this dude's a piece of shit correct but hey how many clicks did that get how many people retweeted how, how a lot more than actual facts right um uh, how many ads are on each page right uh and i think we just hear like hey the onion we've grown up with the onion we think hey the onion is a certain you know brand it's doing well well all your favorite websites are for sale you know um this is actually a gawker they said uh the onion is for sale that's not a joke um this website the onion is uh is is looking to to be sold um also exo jane which is a big site you know mm-hmm. we hear about it all the time they they their parent company say media has decided to get out of the content business entirely so um you know they're selling their site funny or die is for sale mm. the asking price is 100 million to 300 million you know so it, it's just interesting you know because i think we kind of operating this idea like it's kind of like when we started reading articles from the times in the last just the last year mm-hmm. yeah they're not articles anymore they're they're, they're uh opinionated pieces yeah and, and we and all of a sudden you're like wait a minute maybe the time wasn't doing so good i mean they had to cancel their you know or maybe you know a lot of these newspapers and shit they canceling their print media mm-hmm. everybody's no, going straight digital now yeah Correct. no one's buying that shit right and then you want to it's almost like the radio i mean at the radio like the uh, music industry is one of those things where people are like why would i purchase a paper when i get all my information online for free why would i even sign up for a subscription or pay extra for you know how they have where you can you can click on it then they pay you extra most people say fuck you i go somewhere else and get the entire article anyway right so it's like nobody uh in the industry has been creative enough or found the way to create a business model that's very profitable because the old school ways of here's my newspaper and i guarantee these many eyes are going to cross it are gone Mm -hmm. you know unless you world star hip-hop or unless you're a tmz or somebody like that is very, very, very hard to get people automatically drawn to your site. Right. And and the thing is, one way to do it is to make these salacious headlines and try to go viral. Right. But the thing about it is no longevity in that. People will click and then they go on to some other shit. Exactly. So um, it's just kind of amazing that uh, shit like that is happening, you know, but when your website is when this is the way to go viral this is the way to get hits this is the way to spread the word all of a sudden you have um 
bell knox writing a fucking uh uh a think piece about the president obama and student loans Mm-hmm. and you're just like why the fuck is time correct because because i think for young people they're just like yeah so it's another magazine for us we grew up in an era where time just saying something was in time magazine meant something it, it really meant something yeah you were like wow time magazine now now we're at the point where it's like time magazine's like we need to put the boston massacre terrorist dude on the on the cover because yeah that's the only way nobody's gonna click on this shit right that's the only way we're gonna pick get people to pick the shit up the physical shit up off the newsstand right um all right let's see what else we got here uh oh i thought this was amazing another another notch for uh celebrity worship this is in the huffington post um by tara lee weathers um Mm -hmm. who uh she's a life guide for people who are in love with life music writer and retreat and event producer um, not that uh, apparently it doesn't take as much to write for the uh, Huffington Post as it used to, mm-hmm. right? Nope. No, another thing where we got used to, like, hey, um, Ariana Grande, uh, or <laughs> Ariana Grande, Ariana Huffington mm-hmm. uh, is such a, uh, you know, such a staple, and she, you know, she's a serious political commentator, blah, 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 and all of a sudden her site isn't. You know, all of a sudden her site's just whatever can get traction, right? Correct. So this woman, Tara Lee Weathers, wrote, Dear Kim Kardashian, you are more than a great ass. Now, before I even read this, that headline proposes that Kim Kardashian is going to be reading this. Well, she's not. How self-important are we at this point? Like, we've never named the podcast, like, Michael Jordan, how are you doing? You know what I mean? Because... The assumption is I'm not important enough to fucking even be in that dude's purview. He's, right. You know, like we, me, you could probably name your podcast, Rod, Dear Rod something. I'll probably never see it because I don't give a fuck. If I'm not already listening to you, I don't give a fuck. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just like the presumption of someone as famous as Kim Kardashian needs to hear from Tara Lee Weathers. I, I would say very, 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 very low, low chance that she sees this Come right now i keep dear kim i watch your show keeping up with the kardashians and follow you on social media i see how much emphasis you put on always looking perfect on the outside for the public if people hate your outfit catch a break catch a breakout on your face don't like your hair think you gain weight or see a wrinkle when you smile it seems as though that is what defines your worthiness and you go to great measure to fix those things that are all perfectly natural here's the thing you watch her shit not the other way around ain't that the truth kim Kardashian go dear tara lee i read your <laughs> huffington post articles <laughs> and it seems you got out of your way to use punctuation and spelling Mm-mm. Mm-mm. your grammar is great you know you Love are kim you are great for so many reasons besides having a fabulous butt it seems you are caring <laughs> you are caring you are a caring and loving wife mother and wife uh i can tell you would do anything for a member of your family you are a loyal friend you don't know her at all she could be a backstabbing conniving bitch you really don't know Mm -mm. you just know what you see on the tv correct like you cannot fall in love with these people this is crazy it's honorable that you take time and and you know and there's no fucking excuse you're a grown-ass adult there's no fucking excuse i don't even want to hear well you know people are impressionable you're an adult you have a life you can't be this impressed by anyone i'm sorry 
it's honorable that you take time out of your busy life to spend it with loved ones i've seen you give back you take the time to acknowledge your fans and i'm not sure if you know this kim but you are so much more than a beautiful butt face and breast um yeah when i watch your show it makes me really sad sometimes there are millions of impressionable young people watching and it scares me that they are buying into some of the messages you are giving bitch it's you you the one watching and you're the impressionable one it's you Tara Lee Weathers. even kids watch that show and go that's a fucking show and then they go outside and do something else correct they don't write think pieces about it they're not giving book reports they are smarter than you. Your audience gets breakouts on their faces. They get bad haircuts, look bloated sometimes, and some of them have wrinkles when they smile. It's all part of having a whole perfect and complete human body. Since you say your show is reality, I'm going to assume that everything on it is real. Some of the messages I see from watching are... Oh, my. She didn't realize most of this shit is staged. It is 2014. Right. The majority of this shit is staged. Yeah, it, it, it's 2014. You, you don't even get to say that it's, that you think it's real. Like, we know it's not. It, anyone knows it's not. It, it's not even specific to, to you. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knows this, this is fake. This is bullshit. Right. Anyway, um, everything is about you. The truth is, nothing is ever about you, which, if you think is about it, is incredibly freeing. If somebody tell, if someone tells you that you're beautiful, it boosts your ego and makes your day. If someone tells you you look old and tired, it hurts your ego and destroys your confidence. I've seen you on your show take some pretty drastic measures to change the things the public doesn't like about your exterior. If someone is sitting behind your computer writing horrible things about you, chances are they're struggling and unhappy themselves. Uh, do you have any sense of irony, lady? Because I feel like this is what this is. You know what I mean? Like, aren't you struggling and unhappy with yourself since you're sitting around a computer writing things about Kardashian? Correct. Happy people aren't mean. Have compassion for the haters. Don't buy into what they're saying. Know you're amazing and move on. Yeah, take my advice. Multi-millionaire lady who figured it out. Take my Huffington Post advice. And all 51 likes on my share, likes on Facebook and my share. You're welcome. Nine people left comments, so you're, you're very welcome. Extravagance will bring you happiness. It's true that having enough money for food and shelter and your basic needs and a little fun is important. There are people that with very little money who are extremely happy. On the flip side, there are wealthy people who are miserable. Filling your life with fancy cars, houses, and clothes to fill a void won't ever make you any happier. Happiness comes from within and not from expensive jewelry. So that must be a typo on her part. She said extravagance will bring you happiness. I think she means won't. Yeah. Because her sentence, her, her paragraph goes on to basically say it won't help you out. Correct. Outside approval is essential when making decisions. So, so listen to me, bitch, because I'm outside, and I won't disapprove them. Them other outside people don't mean nothing. Let me tell you something. Inside approval is what helps with making my, my decisions. The people inside this house. 
<laughs> them know who the ones that fucking matter people inside my my circle of closeness that's it people are going to judge you no matter what you do so you might as well be the truest expression of your authentic self and let your freak flag fly or maybe she's saying this is what she learned from the show extravagance brings you happiness outside approval is essential okay, okay. aging is not okay that's what i'm learning from your show kim kardashian and of course she goes on to disagree aging is okay uh what would be so great kim is if you open your beautiful eyes and see how amazing you really are on the inside and celebrated that on your show i see it in you now's your opportunity to let the world see it too you have created this amazing fan and following a platform for positive change you've got the power use it girl break the internet for something else besides your epic booty and the awesome in me sees and bows to the awesome in you Terry lee weathers Terry Lee Weathers, guys, people who are in love with life music, live music to emerge a little bit with their festival selves and with their real world selves so that they can stop feeling they're living a double life. <sighs> Thanks, Terry Lee Weathers. We really needed this uh, today. And I hope Kim's out there reading this. And, uh, you know, I'm sure she'll leave you a comment um, and let you know how much she appreciates you looking out for her. Um, here's the thing. We say it all the time on the show, and I absolutely believe it. Y'all motherfuckers got to stop worshiping these celebrities. They're not that important. Nope, they're just regular people. Whatever Kim Kardashian thinks about her life, there's a broke motherfucker that thinks the same shit and has never heard of Kim Kardashian. There's always people that have problems and shit. Just because someone's a celebrity doesn't mean their problems get to be magnified or more important than anyone else's. You know, concentrating on saving them and what their opinion is and how their opinion affects your life it's fucking pointless and a waste of your energy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get how people fall into a trap where you write a essay to Kim Kardashian as if she's going to read it and go, I just didn't think of it that way. Thank you, Tara Lee Weathers. Are you fucking serious? People are crazy. Anyway, let's talk about some more stuff to happen. Um, Bill Cosby had to cancel his late show with David Letterman appearances. Mm-hmm. According to Newsday, Bill Cosby's November 19th appearance on the late show with David Letterman has been canceled. Mm-hmm. But when it was Queen Latifah, she Thanks canceled, Thanks for watching right? Live. I- yeah, they did call her a coward on Gawker and what? later added the retraction kind of, not retraction, they didn't later add it maybe to the headline and actually put the real story at the very bottom that said, oh, actually, we talked to Queen Latifah's people and they did Bill Cosby canceled on them. Right, but they're not going to say that about him. They're not going to say he pussied out and, and canceled. Right, right. she okay. was the coward. We're not having him on the show. But they won't say it about David Letterman. Correct. Logan Tittle. Bill Cosby's upcoming appearance on CBS's Late Show with David Letterman has been canceled following growing uproar over allegations that he sexually assaulted 13 women. The most recent cancellation comes on the heels of accusations by a former actress, Barbara Bowman, who wrote an article in the Washington Post accusing Crosby of drugging and raping her in the 80s. At the time, he was serving as her mentor and starring in The Cosby Show. He also recently dropped out of The Queen Latifah Show on October 30th. The show reported that the change was made at his request, though. Social media erupted with memes targeting the actor recently. He posted a picture of himself on Twitter and asked users to meme him. It completely backfired. The original tweet was deleted, and the meme generator it linked to was also removed. 
Cosby's representative confirmed the cancellation but did not address why. The actor was never criminally charged in any of the cases, but he did settle a civil suit with a woman in 2006. Regis Philbin will take his place on The Late Show on November 19th. Um, yeah. Not surprised. Mm-mm. I on mean, the second day of the summit, the big... Let me close that. He's been pretty much offer, o- operating under the auspices that, hey, if I don't talk about this, it'll go away. And he's been right for years. Yes, he has. But times have changed and the Internet never forgets. You know, years ago, when a lot of these allegations came up, it was completely different. Stuff didn't go as viral. Stuff wasn't spread as quick. And he's also been rolling on the name of, hey, this is the Cosby Show. You guys will never hate the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, you know, so he's kind of rolling on that aspect. And I think that whoever his PR person is that suggested that need to be fucking fired. Who are these people that are in public relations that don't know how to goddamn internet run, don't know how Twitter run or Facebook? Who are these people to tell you, hey, put some out there meme me after you have just, uh, settled and it just publicly came out that you've been accused of rape multiple times? Whose bright idea was that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also did an NPR interview, uh, and he declined to discuss the rape allegations. Of course. Which really makes you wonder, like, who are the people that are advising him? Right. Who are these people that would tell you it's okay to go on NPR? Yeah, it's, I mean, to do any interviews, really. It's, That's what I'm talking about, period. It's 2014. The, the People want to know, and you're going to have to address it. This isn't like the 80s where you could just go, Walking in with the and then put on a fucking sweater and everybody goes, Oh, but look right. at him dancing. You know, eat some pudding and, and tap your ass, tap dance your ass off stage. Them days it's over. So nowadays you literally have to be, have to disappear because if you don't, people will say something to you every time. And even when you come back, people will continue to say things to you. Right. Like I'm just waiting on them to be like, you know, hey, 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 and start trying to do the voices and shit. Yep. I didn't be me right no uh, here's an interview clip from Scott Simon. This uh, this question gives me no pleasure, Mr. Cosby, but there have been uh, serious allegations raised about you in recent days. You're shaking your head no. I, I'm in the news business. I have to ask the question. Do you do you have any response to those charges? Shaking your head no. Uh, there are people who love you who might like to hear from you about this. I want to give you the chance. All right. Um, Camille and Bill Cosby, they have lent 62 pieces from their collection of African and African-American artists to create an exhibit called Conversations, African and African-American Artworks in Dialogue. It's now on display at the Smithsonian National Museum of African Art through early 2016. Thank you both Thank for you. joining us. Thank you. Oh, so he was there with it. Remember when and we, he was there with his goddamn wife. Remember when we talked about, uh, oh wait, no, we didn't talk about it. He donated some art to, uh, different, um, like this, uh, exhibit. And I remember posting it on, um, my Facebook page, uh, cause I post news articles on all the time. And I was like, so are we letting the rape thing go already or no? I guess the answer is no. Because uh, that dude definitely brought that up. That's his job as a journalist. Whose bright idea? Who are his fucking PR people that told him it would be smart to go speak to anybody on any public 
because this is their job and people want to know yeah which is crazy that he would even think to donate art to the Smithsonian right now or do an interview about it like maybe this is in the work for a while but you if you're canceling david letterman you're gonna have to cancel this shit too right or he may have did this and and he was went to know people cancel every motherfucking thing i have after this like this right here may have been like his first time out and he was like oh they're gonna ask him about this bullshit cancel everything else i got moving forward yeah he was he was blindsided which i don't understand yeah or maybe he's not blindsided maybe he's just like i'm not talking about it because i know it'll go away you know which is crazy because i mean like i said nothing goes like you said earlier nothing goes away i can't even imagine how his wife stayed with him all this time correct and sound like she was there with him doing this interview like they were both in there together so it was one of those things where eventually either you're going to address it or you're not if you're not going to address you just need to stay gone if you're never because anytime even if you say gone for a few years and come back this is still going to come up. So either you're going to be need to be gone forever or either you're going to have to be addressed it. One of the two is going to happen, have to happen eventually. Yeah, I just don't know how you stay married to a dude that's been accused of rape 13 times. Correct. Like, I'm looking at you now. Like, how do you even get through this? And if you leave now, I guess it's almost like, well, now you're not leaving for the principle of it. It's just it became too inconvenient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I guess we'll have to let him go or, I, I can i mean yeah. i'll have to let this go because everybody knows about the rapes and they won't let it go like i i have been doing for the better part of 30 years true that that, that and it might be one of them things where yeah some of them she knew about it and some of them she was like well goddamn i didn't know it was this many 13 no how do that's you not a know? lot how do you right. not know it's that not like a lot. it is your husband Correct. he would have had to go to court right and someone has brought it up to you she knows right and not not everybody has pressed charges but yeah we pressed you yeah this happened several times like, okay the issue is you baby yeah it's i feel you. like if i as much as we love each other if i get accused of rape 13 times i'm gonna have a hard time <laughs> very hard hard time just being like yeah uh it's okay you know um you know yeah it's gonna be some serious some serious um convincing yeah, so I don't know, man. No, no, Cosby out here. Yeah, and even, even then, I might be like, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. right. I mean, it's just, I mean, because it's not just that he was accused; he hasn't addressed it. I guarantee she's brought it up in the past at some point. Of course, you know, Bill, what's all this about you? Even if on some just you're sleeping with other women, right. and he probably just shook his head and waved off like he did that dude. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> The funny thing is that he's there with his wife and the dude is asking the questions. Like, even if it wasn't right, I got to explain 13 women I fucked in front of my wife. That's not happening. And that's what I don't understand. Why Why would you even go? <sighs> yeah, his public relationship people are terrible. Why would you even go with your wife knowing that people are going? Like I say, his staff must be all from like the 1980s. Like nobody in his staff <laughs> knows any fucking thing about how 2014 runs. Yeah, his staff is run, is run from a different world. Right, they have no um, idea how shit works. Cockroach still works for him. Um, uh, well, not the. I'm not saying that Bill Cosby is necessarily wrong, guys. Okay, gotta hear both sides. But when this gentleman has your back, you might be wrong. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> uh, let's hear from one of his defenders on uh, the Bill Cosby. 
uh rape allegations and uh what what needs to happen with this um as soon as the video finishes loading just take your time to just load whenever i don't know how many of you if any have had cnn on today but they're spending more time on a particular story today than anything else and that is i mean it looks like they're trying to destroy bill cosby Apparently, a woman has come forward, or came forward some time ago, claiming he raped her numerous times. And she's been on CNN today, repeating the story. And uh, CNN has decided to adopt this story and make it the number one cause celebre of the day. And i got experts left and right testifying on what it all means and why it happened, and what could it mean to Cosby's reputation. But, I mean, it's not just, okay, report it. Woman says Cosby raped her. They get the woman on there. It's been all day long. And, uh, like, the headline, Cosby sees online backlash over rape allegations. My guess is he's not watching the online allegations. But uh, all these people don't know diddly squat about it are up there now commenting and weighing in on it. And I ask myself, what did Bill Cosby ever do you? to tick off some producer at CNN or some reporter or some assignment? What what happened here? And then I had to stop and remember, Bill Cosby has numerous times in the recent past given public lectures in which he has said to one degree or another that black families and communities had better step up and get hold of themselves and not fall prey to the forces of destruction that ripped them apart. And basically, he started demanding that people start accepting responsibility. And the next thing you know, he's the nation's biggest rapist, as far as CNN's concerned. I mean, this, this kind of stuff just isn't, this is not news. It's nowhere else. Well, maybe there's a headline somewhere else. Or is it bigger than I... Is Well, I yeah, I know, but where did it, it... Has it been on Twitter for a while and CNN just got to it? It's been... The last few weeks, it's been growing. Okay, so I don't do Twitter. Yeah, I know it's a flood now. It's a flood now. But it's all... It's not like he did it yesterday. It's It's age-old stuff, right? 20, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, yeah. That's right. It was back. The stuff that's being alleged is back when he was the lovable Mr. Huxtable and had the ideal perfect TV family on the ideal perfect TV show, the, the Cosby show. Yeah, yeah, eight jello. Oh, you've seen some of the funny the the, the Twitter the Twitter mockups that have been my two favorite things in the world, rape and jello, is is a is a is a tweet. I mean, it's it's vicious stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, that get When Rush got your back. Um, yeah, I feel like you gotta like yeah. at least consider. You didn't tell me what was doing the fucking with black people segment early. Uh, oh no, that wasn't even fucking with black people. Uh, that was just rush fucking Limbaugh. Maybe it should be rush fucking with black people. <laughs> right, Limbaugh. Um, I don't know, but uh, 
yeah apparently you know he he had kazi's back why you bringing up old shit pretty much his argument and right and it, it ain't be, a big thing mm-hmm. and it can't be that anybody is like legitimately concerned it has mm-hmm. to be uh a left-wing liberal plot because uh, of what he said about the black community yeah it's gotta be a conspiracy to finally get him back for the black community because you know raping 13 women is not that or being accused of sexual assault 13 women is not that not that big a deal mm. um <laughs> crazy man uh apparently johnny depp um and the rest of hollywood had a hollywood film award speech i mean hollywood film awards uh uh get together mm-hmm. and johnny depp gave a crazy speech where he was drunk allegedly let's listen to this That's the weirdest microphone I've ever seen in my life. I'm here, right? I am not very good at this kind of thing. (laughs) No, no. Obviously, they they edited him out for Carson. Watch, I'm going to read this thing. For decades, Chef Gordon has been one of the most beloved and respected talent managers in the music industry. He is also currently the star and subject of the documentary Supermensch, because he is... Like, is this his Jack Sparrow character? I don't know, but he came up on the stage stumbling. Like, he, I, I think he was either, this is a terrible reenactment, mm-hmm. or he smashed. Supermensch. Mm-hmm. And I have been very, very uh, uh, lucky to have him in my life. He's a... He's someone I consider a great friend, somebody, uh, yeah, uh, uh, an incredibly uh, loyal, loyal friend. Um, And so you have to watch the film. Uh, Yeah, there you go. What does it say? Can somebody help? More cursed. Did he cover his mouth? I mean, it's one of those nights. I drove into Los Angeles, and there was oh, a so Hollywood landmark. they just cut to a commercial? They just cut to the clip of the, the show. Oh, Hotel. A girl called me over and said she was Janis Joplin. She introduced me to Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix said, are you Jewish? And I said, yeah. He said, you should be a manager. I said, great. <laughs> I realized the three most important things a manager does. Get the money. Always remember to get the money. Never forget. To always remember to get the money. <laughs> the word mensch and chef are synonymous. He is a protector. He keeps the wolf from the door. Chef Gordon is the nicest person I've ever met, hands down. If somebody asked me who invented the celebrity chef, Chef Gordon, I've spent my life making people famous living other people's lives and I wanted to see what my life was and the journey began please welcome my good friend it's a real honor to um, pass this to him Shep Gordon please all right so uh, I think Johnny Depp might be a little hammered. Here's the thing: How is it respectful to give a speech like that when you're that fucked up? 
to introduce me and you that smash like my friend who lived his whole life for this moment on stage to receive an award where he is recognized by his peers let me get fucked up and fuck up completely everything about him Mm -hmm. let me just do that cuss on stage yeah uh i just wonder if he's you know like was he in character was he drunk on purpose i don't know the thing about johnny depp was is so um i guess so weird for me is that it's certain roles he plays they're great and it's a lot of shit he'd be coming out reading it's just been bad it's just been terrible on the lows on the low but he's still making money though no i no that's not what i was gonna say oh i don't even think he's making money on the low, Johnny Depp ain't ain't put out a hit in a minute. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. You know, I think we just kind of fall into this, like, giving people props where it's like, but but them movies with Disney be making, but I don't know if they're making that much money anymore. Not, nope, not I mean, as much as they used to. And look at this shit critically. Like, what has he starred in that made money in a while? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that was even critically well-received. I think maybe some people would argue Rango might have been the last thing but yeah. before that i mean you know just going through some of this shit right yeah he's been a lot uh, of bad movies secret window finding neverland the libertine charlie and the chocolate factory that probably made money yes course bride pirates of the caribbean legend of jack sparrow video game pirates of the caribbean's dead man's chest bloopers of the caribbean blah blah, blah. okay back to these movies the imaginarium of dr panassas yeah, a lot of shit I've never seen. Public Enemies, I saw that boring as fuck. Alice in Wonderland, uh, that was the last movie I liked them in. Me too. The Hatter. Yes. Uh, the Tourist, Rango, Pirates of the Caribbean, No Stranger Tides, Lego, Pir- Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, The Rum Diary, Jack and Jill. He was in that uncredited, a Happy Gilmore movie, a, I mean Happy Madison production. Um, Adam Sandler. Life's Too Short TV series, Paul McCartney, My Valentine, 21 Jump Street, Uncredited, Dark Shadows, that was, that looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lone Ranger, Lucky Them, Transcendence. Wasn't The Lone Ranger that Indian movie? Yes, the oh, one. That shit mm-hmm. flopped. They lost billions of dollars off of that. Transcendence, which flopped. Tusk, um, then he's got movies coming out this year. It's just been a while. He, he like, I think we think of Johnny Depp and we go, yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp, make the great, great actor. And then we go, wait a minute, yeah, what has he done? Shit in a long time. We're yeah. just going off what we remember. Yep. Um. Let's see what else is going on. A woman reportedly maced a man in the movies because uh, he politely asked her to stop texting. <laughs> That's why you gotta leave people alone, guys. I see that the there? truth. I'm live tweeting in the front row. You just shut the fuck up. Go get the attendant. According to reports, a moviegoer who made the grave mistake of asking a woman to turn off her distractingly bright cell phone ended up getting harassed and maced at a Hollywood movie screen on Monday night. According to Mashable, the woman was using her phone, which was visibly glowing, during the AFI Film Festival screening of Mr. Turner, the TLC Chinese movie theater. Uh, at the TLC, at the TCL Chinese movie theater. Sorry. Oh, I was about to say, who watching this? Uh, he was saying, excuse me, he was saying, excuse me, sir, could you please turn off the screen over and over? The eyewitness tells Mashable, after repeating himself several times and without a response, the man then tapped the woman on the shoulder. 
The woman reacted angrily to being touched and flipped out on him. The eyewitnesses said she stands up and starts cussing, saying, you hit me, you hit me. I'm going to call the police. She then turned the phone's flashlight function on and pointed directly at the man's face. The awkward standoff lasted for nearly a minute, the witness said. She continued shining the light, even as people around her implored her to turn it off and sit down. As the man was calmly defending himself, she then told him that she had mace and started digging in her bag. She sprayed the man at point-blank range and then calmly sat down and continued watching the film until security ah. escorted her out. I like that she kind of sat back down and was like, anyway, what was I? Uh, like I was live tweeting. Uh, I can't believe that Interstellar is just good, you know. Uh, 20 minutes later, security came and escorted her out. So just keep in mind, you get into some shit at the movie theater, it's going to take 20 minutes. Okay, y'all? Variety reports that although the man and his date left the theater immediately after the Mace drama, the rest of the audience rather enjoyed the rest of the film. Uh, here's the thing. Nigga, you was on a date. Mind your fucking business. Move to another seat. P- human like beings this- in this world are not designed for this. Uh, uh, oh, demand your money back. And yeah. If anybody would have got Mace, it would have been the people who owned the movie theater, not my black ass. I'd be like, hey, go out there and tell, please tell her to turn her phone down. You yeah. Mace and me. Go get an usher. That's what they get paid to do. Uh, a corporate rep told Hollywood reporter that the theater is investigating the incident. Yeah. You know, the theater investigating squad. I'm sure they're right on it. You know, theater CSI. We've all seen that show. Yeah. The, yeah. The same people where you go into the theater and you can, uh, see, uh, uh semen stains on the floor. That theater. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they're on top of it. You know, mm-hmm. they got their best men on the case. Yeah, they do. Speaking of ushers, someone is shopping an usher sex tape around. See this old man fuck. Uh apparently someone broke into his car at ATL in two thousand ten, stole two laptops, two video cameras, and a million bucks in jewelry. Turns out a sex tape featuring Usher and his ex wife Tamika Raymond was on the laptops. Now somebody that's seen Tamika Raymond from the Atlanta Exit Show, I have no interest in the sex tape. Me either. Someone tried to sell the tape shortly thereafter, but no one would touch it. But in the last few days the tape was resurfaced, someone's trying to hawk it. Whoever's trying to sell it is not going to adult film companies. There's no way they would touch it because they would never get a sign-off from Usher. Correct. So the sellers are going to go right to the blogs. We know famed lawyer Mark Garagos is repping Usher and is aggressively on the hunt to find a person trying to cash in. Yeah. So this might be the actual sex tape that is a sex tape that they don't want out. As opposed to the... Uh yeah, we don't want it out. Anyway, I signed a contract with Vivid. We have a seven release. Wink wink. We have a seven film deal. Uh we have a multi release tour where we will be going uh to promote the digital right, this video is a, and uh a private mode between him and his wife. Right. <laughs> like, come on, man. Um Yeah, nobody wants to see it because don't nobody want to see Usher Fuck. Yeah, uh I think there's a lot of women that probably do want to see Usher Fuck. I, I think I'm gonna go against that, but I'll say uh porn is really more about the chicks in it anyway true and nobody and nobody wants to see tamika raymond but no they don't we're okay no, guys um the delivered kojic man apparently weighs in on uh the controversy of his uh of his uh what do you call it um uh deliverance i guess i Trying to think of the right word. <laughs> what would you call? Uh, that's about as close as you can get to it. Yeah, he he insists that the video is legitimate. Okay, it's not fake, guys. He 
he has actually been delivered and uh he doesn't like men's no more and that is a real thing that he is standing behind trying to find a video of it that it'll actually play because they always had that terrible the stuff they have on the Huffington Post is terrible um but uh yeah he's, he's basically saying like you know um i i you know this is a real thing um it's not fake it's not a scam or publicity stunt um it wasn't a setup and he hasn't even made any money for the video which you know i mean i guess good for him i don't know if that's uh you know that's what you're into A Missouri man claiming that he was delivered from homosexuality at the Church of God in Christ convocation is responding to criticisms about the video that has become a viral sensation. Andrew Caldwell responded to allegations that his conversion was a scam or publicity stunt telling WMC Action News 5 that the conversion wasn't a setup and that he hadn't made any money from the video. In the original video taken at the project's annual convocation, the 21-year-old Caldwell emphatically announces, I'm not gay no more, I am delivered. I don't know. And why but, is it like it's it's almost like it sound it's competing with the sound. Right, like they playing the video over him talking with the feast of purpose are you talking, sir? Yeah. Anyway. I wanted to play that, but I don't think they have a good video of the actual um, Yeah, if I could get anything else would be the video. <laughs> when it's a damn remix. Yeah. I mean, Not unless you catch like a like a, a an official news news. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't see it. So Apparently, he has been accused of being a con, con man. Um, so there's that. Yeah, people will go find you. Yeah. Um. So there you go, man. <sighs> just uh, this story's not gonna die. Mm-mm. It says, uh, someone says, uh, every reputable scientific study on his this experience says you cannot change someone's orientation. Aside from obvious doubts, other questions is motivation. Well, my conclusion, he's a con artist. He's a scam artist. Says internet talk show radio host Thaddeus Matthews. Matthews interviewed Caldwell Tuesday and said other things about him do not add up. He says that he's going to medical school online. What do you get a medical, go to medical school at online? Yeah. Who wants an online degree doctor working on them? You better not touch me. Oh, this is not how, when I clicked on the mouse on the trachea, this was different. And I was playing Operation on my computer screen. It didn't go like this. Hold what, on a second. sir? Yeah, hold Don't on a second. touch me. Hold on a second while I wiki this. Um, Caldwell was also arrested back in May on charges of fraudulent, fraudulent insurance. Uh, they spoke with him on the phone before he quickly put his manager on the line. He got a manager. Both firmly disputed that anything was a setup. Caldwell also claimed he hasn't made a dime for the deliverance video. Uh, even though the port- porter of Memphis uh, handed him a hundred dollar bill following his testimony, man, can you imagine someone giving you a hundred dollars to go out there and bash yourself? That's just crazy. I'm not gay no more. Anyway, <laughs> that's the best video of all time. I am delivered. <laughs> I am delivered. I am delivered. <laughs> no, more I don't like men me's no more. No more men. Uh, <laughs> uh, federal inquiry finds Joan Rivers' doctors made serious errors. Uh, 
when when she died under the knife. Oh, um, apparently uh, released on Monday. The investigations that Mrs. Rivers' blood pressure and pulse decreased precipitously while she was on the operating table August 28th during between 9:12 and 9:26 a.m. Yet cardio uh, pulmonary resuscitation began at 9:28 a.m. at the earliest. Oh, so she was dying for quite some time. Yes, that and um, before you take before you have like any major uh, outpatient is a little different, but any type of uh, operation kind of similar to what she's doing, they have to check those things because you can. Uh, she may have just had a heart attack on the table because once your blood pressure reaches a certain level, they won't even operate. Like it may have been one of them things where they probably should tell her no, come in the day, drop your blood pressure. They should have dropped it prior to beginning the operation. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so. Oh, hold up. I'm not gay no more. 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 I am the limit. I am the Get it? <laughs> Sorry. Dun, 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 just had to have, dun, dun. <laughs> had to have that, that little break. <laughs> but back to the show. The anesthesiologist originally wrote on Rivers' chart that he administered 300 milligrams of propofol, more than double the recommended dosage for someone Rivers' size. He later changed the dose to 120 milligrams, saying he had made an input error. The staff allegedly never weighed Rivers to determine the appropriate dosage. What? Ain't that one of the first things you do? Even when you go get the checkup, they'll be like, come in, let me see how tall you are, how much you gain. I'm like, I'm still the same weight and height and size. It don't matter if we're going to weigh you just because you're here. Uh, the medical director, Dr. Lawrence Cohen, took photos of Rivers during the procedure, telling investigators he thought she might want to see them after surgery. Investigators note Rivers did not give the clinic any written orders authorization to take photographs yeah he was taking selfies and shit mm-hmm. yeah he'll get sued by that family dr cohen often invited dr gwen corvin a personal physician to many celebrity actors and singers including hugh jackman julie andrews lady gaga ariana grande uh nathan lane and Celine dion so now we know they all have work into the right. york <laughs> into the yorkville operating room even though she lacked the proper credentials Dr. Karovin allegedly gave Rivers a large, wait, large goscopy, a throat surgery that Rivers had not consented to. The procedure was aborted because the ENT surgeon stated that she could not see very well what she was trying to view. Rivers' daughter, you know, Melissa. And, and you mm-hmm. know what? Whoever this person is, if I've ever done work with them, I would never go to them again because you basically put all my business out on the goddamn street. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to lose business. Like, people go, don't go to him because he, he had people in it that ain't supposed to be in there taking selfies. Like, this affects your business, dog. Mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't want to do business with you. Yeah, um, not to mention, I mean, that's malpractice. You're probably going to end up being sued. Or From some of these money. other people going, hey, I, I, that got work done with you, but you didn't tell me it was other motherfuckers in there that was not consented to be in the room. Yeah, and it's something he will often do. It's crazy. Right. And everybody trusts this person, you know, with their with their work. Um, all right, let's see what else we got. Uh, what else we want to talk about? Uh, 
Oh, a woman gave up three weeks of her life waiting, uh, ready to wait for cheap Best Buy TVs. What? Just going to tear up in, in 24 hours after you plug it in the wall? Mm-hmm. You talk about them TV, TVs, don't nobody know what the fuck it is? Black Friday TVs. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you nobody can fucking pronounce them TVs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No Casio TVs and shit. Right, this this twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Black Friday is still almost three weeks away, but uh, those holiday shopping bargains seem to be starting earlier and earlier each year. And some local friends want to make sure that they don't miss out. They are already in line, as you could believe that, as Inland Empire Bureau Chief Robin Millen shows us it's become a holiday tradition of sorts. It seems like Black Friday used to be just an early morning wake-up call the day after Thanksgiving for those searching for incredible deals. Now, many stores are open on Thanksgiving, with people spending the night, even camping out days in advance. But what if I told you there are now people lining up more than three weeks in advance? Hopefully they get something good. I think it's kind of (laughs) crazy. You know, different strokes for different folks. What is it, the 11th? It's it's Veterans Day. It's not even, like, close yet. Nevertheless, Vicki Torres picked out her spot in front of the Best Buy in Beaumont last Wednesday. And what makes you want to do this? For the items. They're reasonable. Torres and her friend Juanita Alva are ready for the long haul with mittens, snacks, and hot coffee. Blankets or thermals are good to go. Do you have an umbrella? Yeah, I've got that too. Alva and Torres switch off sleeping here overnight, saving each other's oh. spot. Alva's husband is here if, for some reason, they both need to leave. Oh, the point is to get the sales because everybody's on a fixed income and we don't have that kind of money to, you know, to splurge. <laughs> yeah. So why are they lining up so early? Well, they're looking for a TV and they're hoping to get a 50-inch HD TV for $199. My other one just gave out, so I need a new TV. They say they get to talk to a lot of people while waiting out here, people who say a lot of different things. It's like you're dedicated, that's cool. Some say you're stupid. They say they're crazy, but yet they come and ask us, can you sell a spot online or can you do this for us? <laughs> we're not here for that. You know, We're just here just to get our stuff, and that's it. In Beaumont, Rob McMillan, ABC7 Eyewitness News. Hmm. Sounds like somebody never heard of the goddamn internet. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently so. I'm standing my black ass outside for what? Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. Yeah, get this shit on the internet for free. Now you can even pre-download games. Why am I having my ass out there in the terrible-ass weather? Yep. For a TV that's going to tear up in less than six months. Right. I got to damn put my life on the line. Right. Somebody might rob them because this yeah, it's on overnight. The, right. So now you got people knowing that y'all sitting out there, knowing that y'all camping out there now. Mm-hmm. Somebody allowed to come and rob your ass. Mm-mm, that's dumb. Uh, gym, gym classes that promise a plump posterior are in high demand. A surgery that pumps fat into the buttocks is gaining popularity. And padded panties that give the appearance of a rounder rump are selling. The U.S. booty business is getting a big bump. Companies are cashing in on growing demand from women seeking more courageous figures of their favorite stars who flaunt their fuller rear ends. Nicki Minaj raps about her big fat butt in Anaconda. Big fat fake butt. Reality star Kim Kardashian posts photos of hers on Instagram. Not so fake. 
and in the music video for booty jennifer lopez and iggy azalea spend four minutes rubbing their curvy bottoms together at one point they slap each other on the booty and the butt doubles too butt doubles in the booty as a result of the pop culture moment the butt is having sales for booty pop which hawks 22 dollar phone padded panties on his website up 47 percent in the last six months with the same period last year it, you know what's so i guess fucking confusing to me mm-hmm. it's funny how a lot of shit that women come to different shapes shapes and sizes and it's funny how women get ostracized for not having big asses women get ostracized for their asses being too big mm-hmm. you know women get ostracized for not having big enough breasts you know it's it's this constant thing where and the sad part about it is that a lot of women are that gullible where they're so uncomfortable in their own skin that it's a whole industry based off of your insecurity for you to spend fucking $22 on a big ass instead of just saying, I got a pussy, somebody will fuck me. I don't have to do anything to my body. Somebody, Somebody's going to want me, you know, and it's just one of those things where um, for me, it's just very frustrating that uh, women would waste money into things like this. And you still have a society that could criticize, especially black women, particularly for having big asses and um, even uh, white stars that have uh, larger curves or curvaceous. And a lot of the standard magazines are criticized because they go, they're too plump. They're too fat. You know, if you're not six foot tall and a hundred pounds, you know, you have too much weight, but yet you have a lot of the average women trying to make their asses look fat. Like, like maybe this is, I'm, I'm missing the mis the, the disconnection here mm-hmm. is one of those things where okay you don't really want to be black you don't want the black the dark skin tone you want the big asses but you but you and you want the thick thighs but you really don't want to deal with what comes along if you're naturally curvaceous like this you don't want to deal with the racism and all the other things attached to women who have to deal with this every day but you want the appearance of it because that's quote unquote what's hot in the streets what about black women that want the booty stuff yeah, like I said, people come in different, and they're all women of different size. Even black, all black women aren't curvaceous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But even even that, I would still say it is is it is an insecurity within yourself that makes you think that this is the thing that that I need to do to alter my body. What's weird is what happens when butts are out. Cause Correct. Unlike boobs, like b- boobs are like kind of stayed in. I wonder if butts are here to stay because if if the next trend is like oh we're off of the big asses uh because i feel like it's only going by what white men kind of think anyway correct like when white men go oh, i'm off the novelty of the big ass what do you do with all those pumped up basketball booties that people are buying right spending all this ridiculous amount of money and my thing is like if you're comfortable in your skin and you go well i want to do this for me and this is something i want to do I have no problem with that. But for a lot of these women, it's not that. For a lot of these women, they're looking at it going, there's something wrong with me. I need to alter myself for whatever reasons, not because it's something that they feel comfortable enough in where this is something that I want to do. It's like outside pressures. And and for me, um, yeah, what are you going to do? Because like you said, the definition of beauty constantly changes, constantly fluctuates constantly goes you know is no eyebrows eyebrow bushy eyebrows is big lips is thin lips is fat ass is no ass is is you know blue hair blonde hair pink hair you know your body can never keep up with all the fucking trends so you might as well be comfortable in your own skin and be happy with it you drive yourself nuts yeah it's weird too because like 
I mean, you can make an argument the entire beauty in- industry is based on women's insecurities. Correct. Right? I mean, it's not, it's like we're picking on butts now, but you can say thing, say thing about hair color, eye makeup, even getting mm-hmm. your hair relaxed. Or, Correct. You know, it's just varying degrees and it's like people just draw the line at this butt stuff. But to me, I don't have a problem with it necessarily. I, no. Personally, I enjoy big bottoms. Um, no, I mean, and you know, when I see chicks out, whether it's fake or real, I'm still going to be appreciating it. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if if it's what you want to do, let it be something that you truly want to do. Maybe maybe it's just the way I feel like it and not be an outside pressure that you feel like this is something that I got to do, I got to do, I got to do. Like $20, $22 to make your ass look bigger. Baby, just put on some tight pair of jeans and go about your way. But it's but it's it's a personal decision for them. That's you true, know? too. Like they, so it's like some women don't feel comfortable with how they breast look for themselves. Not necessarily for any man, but just, hey, I don't like... When I look in the mirror, I don't like what I see. And if I can pay to make it look better, I'd just rather roll with that than try to learn to be comfortable with how I look. That's true, too. And and that's your choice. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. It's uh, kind of amazing. Uh, it's 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 funny because black people kind of see to be seem to be of like these two minds about stuff at the same time, which is mm-hmm. the, well, we've been in the bus all this time. And then it's kind of like. Well, now that y'all are into it, it's bullshit. And it's kind of like, well, maybe this is just a broadening of taste. Maybe our culture is kind of coming to the forefront. Maybe, um, you know, maybe this is kind of our influence on America being put on display here that uh, I like this idea that a woman can have a big butt and still be viewed as beautiful. I I feel like I do too now. As much as people try to give her credit, uh, I I, I like, I think the latest iterations of of JLo. And the booty fetish shit is whack. Like, because there was a time when she legitimately had a big butt. That's and right. Only black people and Latino people really seem to be giving her props for it. And white people seem to be making it some type of running joke. And they basically joked her into an insecurity issue where she actually lost her butt. Um, you know, for whatever reason, whatever method, she lost that. Correct. Um, and I think she did it on purpose so that she could be considered a viable actress. Yes. And now that it's the trend is back, she's hopping back on because she's 40. She's single again. Uh, Nicki Minaj is the biggest star in, in uh, music other than Beyonce. And I think she's on some like, well, now I got to go emphasize my butt and see if I can make money. But, you know, it's to me, it's just a damn shame that she had to felt that she had to get rid of it at any point. Yeah, that that that's true too, and 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 I think uh, I think for me too, for I think a lot of, and I'm not even gonna lie, a lot of my opinion is somewhat culturally, because you have to think for many 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 years, most black people could not afford all these surgeries, so mm-hmm. a lot of black women had to accept themselves for who they were. Like you couldn't afford, you know, the butt implants, the breast implants to get your nose straight. Like you couldn't afford that. So for a lot of black cultures, like you're just going to have to live with whatever the fuck you look like because you can't afford to do it. But as time changes and black people begin to get into more money, upper mobility and shit like that, now we can afford these things. So it's one of those things where it's almost like a crossing of cultures. Mm-hmm. And so that I understand, like I and 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 it's not that I'm completely against it. I just think that a lot more women should be comfortable in their own skin, and some women will be no matter what. I'm I'm not knocking that, but I do think a lot more women should be comfortable in their own skin. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I don't think that, um, you know, it doesn't need to be. Um, I just don't think it has to be one way or the other. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and I feel yeah. like 
um i'm not against anybody getting any surgery they want honestly if that's True. what you want some people do look ridiculous with this shit i think right. Nicki minaj looks ridiculous with like Me the too. big old fake ass and shit like it doesn't look natural yeah it just yeah but some people don't want to look natural and that's they just want to have the biggest ass that people will gawk at and that's all it is you know um it is so funny because porn stars have been getting the surgery and shit for years and now yes they have it's 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 funny watching like mainstream people basically imitate porn stars you know correct but we all look down and judge for being you know right. objects of desire but right we turn know. our nose up we you know everybody picks and you know jokes on the porn stars but yet you a lot of women try to do everything in their power to look like them right um but yeah i just thought that was interesting just making that much money um one woman named uh deborah santiago Squeeze into $40 Phil Froxy one piece on her 30th birthday. The shapewear flattens her waist, boosts her backside. A flat butt can ruin her outfit, says the New York stay-at-home mother of two. Lopez is her butt idol. Always wanted a big butt, she says. To me, the desire for big butt isn't new. Large booties long have been preferable in Latino and black communities, says Dr. Dion Stevens, an associate psychology professor at Florida International University. But recently, the desire for a bigger bottom became more mainstream in large part due to pop culture influences. When people see things repeated on TV more and more, it becomes normalized. The interest in the larger hind parts seems to have started with the Kardashians uh, appearing on reality TV shows. Keeping up with the Kardashians seven years ago. In a 2011 episode, we had an x-ray prove she didn't have butt implants. Kardashians still frequently post back shots of her backside to her 21 million Instagram uh, followers. Um, so she had to have an x-ray to prove she didn't have butt implants? I didn't know that. I thought she did have a fake ass. but Or was it that she was getting liposuction or something? It was something, something weird. Yeah. But the desire for big buzz is intensified. This summer, the music video for Anaconda that showed Nicki Minaj in a pink thong was viewed by 19.6 million times within 24 hours of its release. A record for music video site Vivo, it has racked up nearly 300 million views. Some businesses that specialize in butts say pop culture has had a direct impact on their bottom line. A Brazilian butt lift, which, in which fat is sucked from the patient's stomach, love handles or back and put into their buttocks or hips is increasingly popular in the u.s this type of surgery along with buttock implants was the fastest growing plastic surgery last year with more than eleven thousand procedures up 58 percent from 2012 um those they can be charged ten thousand to thirteen thousand dollars for the three-hour surgery uh he does six to eight butt lifts per week which is up about 25% from a year ago. Wow. And and the thing about it is that if, if you choose to do something like this, spend the money because we've read too many articles about women and young, younger ladies wanting to do something like this and you find up dead because somebody fucking put some flicks of that in your ass. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, spend the money. You know, there's things you can be cheap on. Your health ain't one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people out here dying for these butts. Right. It, right. Now, I have a problem with that part of it yet completely. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. Nicki Minaj, Kim Kardashian, and Jennifer Lopez are the main names brought up when people say they want their butts uh, implants. Uh, the downside is that some women desperate for cheap options have risked their lives. Mm-hmm. Going to phony doctors that inject silicone and even bathroom caulk into their buttocks. Deaths have been reported in Miami, New York, Las Vegas, and Jackson, Mississippi. 
another problem is doctors performing surgeries that uh there's some out there performing the surgeries that don't have experience showman says about 20 percent of his patients had to come back so he could fix lumps bumps and uneven butt cheeks oh. done by unskilled doctors not everyone is not not everyone is trying to surgery though daily burn which streams workout videos says views for his butts hips and thighs video doubled down in january and have remained popular so so some people say if i can't if i i'm not doing that but i'll do a workout at a gym in boston there's a wait list for a 30 dollar class that features 120 squats in 45 minutes the class booty by brabant was uh started by kelly brabant a year ago brabant starts most classes with lopez's booty song every girl now wants a booty that's what she says yeah and some women don't some women some, honestly some people are like hey i got a pancake ass and then you're gonna have to deal with it put some syrup on it and we're gonna have to go with the show because i'm not changing nothing about me <laughs> put some syrup on that pancake booty now yeah and be happy with it yeah, but there's some women that want the change but there's some of them go hey this is this is what it is take it like it is mm-hmm. well fuck you i think maybe you're speaking from booty privilege karen <laughs> <laughs> that might just be what it is um all right, let's get into our games. Uh, the first one, of course, is a little game that we like to call uh, Fucking with Black People. Um, let's play that music. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to love to play. It's the fucking with black people game where we read articles from around the world and we assign point scores to them in intervals of 25 going to 100. Uh, today's contestants is everybody. Karen, give me a number. One through 20. 17. Okay. Four, six. 9, 12, 15. San Diego. San Diego. Stanford Wells, vagina. Um, San Diego pays $225,000 to teen mom who lost custody of her newborn. In 2008, San Diego police officers claimed teen mom, Johnisha Kemper, was unfit to raise her newborn and took the child from her. Now the city will sell out $225,000 um, to Kemper to settle a civil suit. Kemper was 16 when she gave birth and filed a civil lawsuit against San Diego County, the social workers involved, city of San Diego, and the police officers who initially took the baby. Kemper got into a dispute with her mother following her release from the hospital after giving birth, which resulted in her being locked out of her mother's house with her newborn baby locked inside. She called police to help resolve the dispute, but when officers arrived, they instead took her baby away. According to a now settled lawsuit, the officers took the child, even though there was no immediate threat to the child. Kimber's daughter, Nyana, is now six and lives with adopted parents, Sean McMillan's. Uh, Sean McMillan, Kimber's attorney, said there's nothing that can be done to reunite the mother and daughter. It's over. So, uh, guess the rate. I mean, not guess the rate. So, um, what would you give this, uh, from zero to a hundred, Karen? Oh, this is a hundred. Yeah, I gotta give it a hundred too. I know sometimes it's just sad, but uh, yeah, they took her baby. Right, and now her child is with a whole completely another family now, 
and you're going to give me $220,000 versus my goddamn child that you had no business taking away from me in the first place. And the police just showed up and decided this. Like, right. There wasn't a trial. There wasn't a hearing. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, obviously you niggas don't deserve this baby. So. Correct. And this is why I have, uh, uh, I have, uh, um, a major problem with them trying to pass all these goddamn laws talking about testing mothers and all this shit to see if they're on drugs and all this other bullshit because it's just a reason another reason to take uh children away from mothers right um yeah this is crazy so uh let's do this one um apparently there's a uh questionnaire um on a test a question on the test that people are saying is righteous how likely is La Princess to inherit La Shamanda's big booty? School pulls racist science question after outcry. Oh, are they sure nobody wanted to get a butt implant? What's happening here? A science question about whether a woman named La Shamanda would pass on her big booty to her daughter has been removed from lessons after parents said it was racist. Of course it is. Audrey Carroll High School in charlotte north carolina oh okay. lord <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> it featured a genetics question in which students were asked to work out the likelihood of a child la princess getting her mama's big booty outraged parents questions uh seized upon the questions language and they said it uses racial stereotypes and belittles black people cause uh causing school authorities to withdraw from tests they had no goddamn business there in the first place yeah and, and it's okay to ask genetic questions about black people we don't have a problem with that right. but just the way this was phrased like her mama got a big ass you think she gonna get a big ass too i mean what? she does get it from her mama karen yes. now that is undeniable you... genetic science right um, and then you picked up blackest names too well they made up these names really right you made up the blackest names that you could think of come on now yeah um it was, the test was designed to see whether students could understand the difference between a dominant trait, which parents are likely to pass on, and a recessive one, which they are not. It begins, Lush Shamanda has a heterozygous big booty, the dominant trait. Her man, <laughs> heterozygous. Her man, Fontavious, has a small booty, which is recessive. <laughs> they get married and have a baby named La Princess. At the oh. ask, well, at least they got married, right? Right. After asking the students to show their work, uh, two questions were asked. What is the probability that La Princess will inherit her mom's big booty? Is La Shamanda and Fontavious have another child? What's the probability they will have a big booty? The mother of the Audrey High School student uh, said that this is not appropriate language at all for children in school. I mean, well, kids do talk like this. Um, Now I want to know the goddamn answer. What's the answer? I, (laughs) I don't know, Karen. This is how they get you. However, right. after after renewed complaints, the school district distanced itself from the question and said it would be pulled. A statement from Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools, which operates Audrey High, said the worksheet does not appear to be a document created by CMS. The school was taken to has taken the worksheet out of circulation and requests its teachers discontinue using it. Worksheet. You know, it was just some teacher that did that. Of course. You know. So uh what would you get this, Karen? <laughs> well, zero to a hundred. <laughs> I, I give it a 50. Okay, well, now, why only a 50? Um, Because, A, you didn't give me the goddamn answer to the question. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, 
I do, and it's sad, but I do agree that the actual school, the CMS, I guarantee you CMS didn't put that in. I guarantee you it's some test that they got floating around. Now, if, now if they was like, this is a CMS test, I'd be like, fuck you, CMS. Mm-hmm. But I really uh, think it's still, it is fucked up now. I am fucked with to a percentage. Mm-hmm. But uh, I give it between a 50 to a 75. No, I give it a 75. 75? Mm-hmm. All right. That's the final answer? Yep. All right. I'm going to go with 100. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, do we really even have to explain? That's that's 100. I mean, it's obvious. They fucking with us. <laughs> now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right. It's guest the race. Grind. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time! That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants to guess the race. Today's contestants, I mean, are the chat room. And the chat room is extremely racist. Let's go. Um, Let's see, how about this one? Uh, police in Arcadia were looking Tuesday for additional victims of a 31-year-old man accused of assaulting two 10-year-old boys. Hi, good morning, Jessica. Yes, police are concerned that there could be more young victims in all of this, and that is why they are coming forward with the mugshot of the guy they arrested Monday evening. His name is Quan, uh, Quan Chow. He is 31 years old from Monterey Park, and he was arrested right outside a Dave & Buster's. Now, here's what investigators tell us happened. They say a young 10-year-old boy went into the men's room at the Dave & Buster's, and he came out, and he immediately went to his mother and said that he had been sexually assaulted. He said to his mother that he had been fondled in the men's room. He described the man and well the mother understandably incredibly upset went towards that bathroom and when she saw the man come out of the bathroom that's when she began chasing him down uh, managers from the david busters also participated in that chase and as we understand it was mall security who ended up tackling and then detaining that man until the arcadia police could get there that's when they took him into custody now according to the arcadia police during the course of the investigation they also came to find out that chow may have been responsible for assaulting yet another 10 year old boy inside of that men's room at the David Busters. So he was charged with two counts of lewd assault against a minor, and he is in the L.A. County Jail right now. We were able to speak to some very concerned patrons in and around the David Busters, and here's what they have to say. I've been there twice already, um, and now that I know what's happened, I don't think I'd want to come back, honestly. It could make families feel unsafe. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want to go to a place with my little sister or brother, knowing that a lot of things have happened there. I feel they should have like more security, especially with people, you know, they have people drinking there, they offer alcohol, they should have more, um, they should be more careful with this, all the alcohol too. Now we should mention here that if you go to the David Buster's website, they clearly say that minors should always be accompanied by an adult while inside the David Buster's restaurant. In the meantime, as we mentioned earlier, the Arcadia police are concerned that there could be more young victims out there. Anyone with any information is encouraged to come forward and contact the police. That is the very latest from Arcadia this morning. I'm Wendy Birch. I'll send it back to you. Did that, did that dude really blame the alcohol for the molestation? Mm-hmm. They need to be careful who they're giving these drinks to, you know. Some of these people look like pedophiles, and, you know, you give a pedophile an itch, they'll take them out. You know how it goes, guys. Also, like, you know, that it happened in Dave and Buster's at the, in a place called Arcadia. Like, I wonder if, like, 
other molesters come in they put like a quarter on the sink for they so they can be my, next. my neck my turn yeah i got downs on this uh on this little boy's penis oh, um, yeah i got downs on it i want to find some genitals hey man it's my turn i want to play with the joystick um all right let's check the race guessers amazing asian sounds like someone who likes chow down to chow down on dog fly fly lice and little boy's peen one whose eyes open like look uh, one whose eyes look like paper cuts says leonard brothers manny pacquiao's pedophile uncle one who doesn't realize chicken isn't just fantasy chinaman (laughs) most chinese uh me chinese me play joke me give you pp a poke oh my mm-hmm. brian does the piece that uh stay of a pumper what uh simon phoenix mocked them at dave and buster sometimes you win and dim sum you lose asian oh hc uh to g <laughs> says is this the same guy from the airport gets the race if so he's asian Mr. Miyagi just trying to teach them boys about wax on, wax off his dick. One whose eyes aren't completely open, Asian, rice eater Asian. One who can pilot a giant mech and go Super Saiyan Asian. He topped it off with some duck sauce. Sick chink, says JTD. Oh, oh wow. Just going for the full racism. Wow. Double down on Asian. His dick is pixelated. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm going to say white uh is dave and buster well you're gonna be wrong tara hawk everyone else is right it was asian <laughs> and tara hawk did miss it by saying white i don't know what he was Don't you feel dumb now? Hmm. It involved video games and his last name was Chow. How could anyone miss that? Hmm. <laughs> um, I wonder if he's done that before. Maybe he has some arcade priors. Of course. Mm hmm. Um, we were just leveling up. Mm hmm. Uh, here's another one. To Oakland. Shout out to Nick Jew. Uh, two Oakland County teenagers are facing life in prison after they allegedly offered undercover agents $2,000 to kill a Flint man. 18-year-old Mia Ray Bushimi and 19-year-old Dallas Emerge Emery Vogel Vogel are due in court Thursday to face charges of solicitation to commit murder and conspiracy to commit murder. Authorities say the whole thing began in October when the Oakland County Sheriff's Office received information that the Waterford Township teens were attempting to find a hitman to kill a Flint man. <laughs> Undercover detectives made contact with the girls and set up a meeting in November on November 4th at a location in Waterford Township. During the meeting, police say the girls specified that they wanted a man killed and even told detectives how they wanted it done and b- b- before offering a $2,000 payment. That's all it takes to kill somebody. That's it. I mean, shout out to cheap. Shout out to teenagers for having that much, you know, uh, discipline to collect two thousand dollars. Right, because I collect that much money, ain't going to kill nobody. After the meeting, the teens were arrested and taken to a jail. Police have not indicated why the teens wanted to kill the man. 
uh they're both being arraigned and being held on one hundred thousand dollars cash surety uh no 10 percent bonds uh guess the race chat room let's see well let me take kenny chow off the screen moon baboon says leonard brothers oh my didn't have gang banging cousins to help them out white two who could benefit from booty surgery well what race is that i'm assuming white future russian mobster son of a bitch those are my cousins from back east they're black la princess washington fontavious the third black the, the nigga in me says black but the white in my children says cracker oh lord yeah but what race is i mean which race are you picking though you can't have them both white girls just leaving eight mile indeed white black those who underpay hitman white block tweens block tween teens have who would have caught that body a week ago hey white teens <laughs> say allowances for hitman saving allowances for hitman disposable income white jigaboo monday spook monkeys blacking in the ace of spades white white black teens would have killed the man themselves as their dominant genes enable them to do says black rob Aww. one monkey don't did one monkey did stop that show says brian peter correct answer <laughs> is some of you got it some of you missed it white And many of you went black on this one for some reason. Uh, let me get you guys some booze. Yes, you guys missed it. I don't know what you were thinking. I put that picture up. Those white girls look so sad, don't they? Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, shit, we got caught. Yeah, they were like, oh, Becky, I can't believe this is happening. Well, we use Craigslist and everything. You uh, told me we was going to get away with this. Let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. Everything's worth double the points. Double the racism. So far, the audience is all over the place. Let's give them one more shot to get right, shall we? Yes. Yes, we shall. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. How about this one? Story out of Florida. Oh, oh, Florida. Um, <laughs> triple amputee is on the lamb in Florida at the parents shot to death. Oh, triple. Well, he's not on the limb. <laughs> he only got one limb left. <laughs> I don't think this case has a leg stand on. All right. Police say Steve, wait, Sean Petrozino is a person of interest after his parents, an elementary school teacher and a Walt Disney World employee, were found shot dead in their Orange County uh, home. Damn. That's a small world after all. The 30-year-old who uses prosthetic legs and only one has one partial hand is considered armed and dangerous. Oh! Oh! oh. Was he on the run too then? Uh, well, <laughs> on the one hand, Karen. Yes. You might say that. Or you know what? You gotta be a bad motherfucker to be able to do all this and not have all the abilities of, of all your functioning limbs. Well, that's why I say he's handy capable. Yes, of, he is. Of double homicide. Yes, he, yes, he hand. <laughs> yes, he hand. Yes. 
you gotta hand it to them okay right police are hunting for an armed uh and dangerous triple amputee after his parents were found shot dead in the florida home sean petrozino who uses prosthetic legs and only has one partial hand is a person of interest in tuesday's death of his mom a beloved elementary school teacher and his dad a walt disney world employee shit i need to do more with my life sir because uh mm-hmm. i haven't been accomplishing things yeah you waiting for handouts i guess i am yeah. he's not he's a bucket you don't want your hand-me-downs Mm-mm. officers found 64 year old nancy petrozino and 63 year old michael petrozino dead in their orange county home tuesday morning police believe sean petrozino took off in his dad's red toyota camry the 30-year-old man moved with his parents, moved in with his parents about a week ago. Hey! After he separated from his wife. The Orlando Sentinel, um, reported the broken up. I hope he wasn't beating on her. I know. Um, the, I mean, well, you know, if he was, he's probably doing it single-handedly. Yeah, he's, he's probably, she's probably getting both of them legs. Mm-hmm. Um, the broken up couples, Georgia home is in foreclosure. Uh, he lost his limbs when he was a teenager in 2000. He was diagnosed with di- bacterial meningitis and underwent 13 surgeries for the infection. Doctors removed both of his legs, one of his hands, part of his other hand. I've, I've known Sean since he was 16 years old. His mom-in-law, Kathleen Horn, said, This just seems bizarre. It seems like a bad dream. Police say Sean Petrozino is armed and dangerous. He has no criminal history. It could be heading to South Florida. Yeah, it makes sense. He'd be going to further south, further into Florida. That's what they do. Because that's where the real crime is. Apparently so. He Hell, it's be- probably not even a crime. And, you know, once you get far enough south in Florida. All right. Go to Texas. You're home free. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy Petrozino was a second grade teacher in nearby Andover Elementary School. She worked as a school teacher for nearly 40 years. Schools providing grief counselors for staff and students. Uh, Michael Petrozino, Michael Petrozino worked at Disney World in Orlando. Not exactly clear what he did. Um, and then later they found the body of Sean Petrozino because he killed himself. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. After a week long search, they found him. He, uh, he killed himself, man. So, uh, all right, guys. Guess the race of, um, Mike, wait, Sean Petrozino. Let me check the chat room, see what they believe. Despite not having two hands, he just caught two bodies about a week ago, white. Velour suit wearing spaghetti eating good fella. Oscar Pistorius fixed my life white. Uh, white guy whose parents, uh, uh, wouldn't let him kick it with the homies. Oh. One of his favorite movies is that Blade Runner. Don't make me hop after <laughs> you white. Don't make me hop after you white. Can't, can he, claim stand your ground for this though oh oh i don't know uh took his anger uh, well, well what happens when they say hands up i know hands hand up don't shoot uh took his angry out on his parents after being told to stand up at a kanye concert handy capable <laughs> impossible white cracker who needs limbs when privilege and white rage are pumping through your veins shoot with my strong hand white a Guido who didn't have time to leave his parents to sleep with the fishes, white, coon collector, white. He could barely use his hands to make hand pot, made pizza, white, 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 hand down, man down, white, says Black Rod. The correct answer ah. is white. Everyone got it.
good job everybody good job we only have one thing left and that is of course we have to talk about sword ratchetness guys Oh Jesus! I hope he's okay. You know, well, you know what? Well, I would have thought he would have done is went to join the army. <laughs> uh, they're always looking for a few good hands, you know. Uh, Kansas City, <laughs> uh, Kansas City, Kansas police shot and killed a man um, Saturday night at the charging with a sword. They say. I wonder if police are just now planting swords instead of crack on black people. Police responded to an armed disturbance oh, called around 10 p.m. That's a new sword. Mm-hmm. They made contact with a male in his 50s who was armed with a sword. An officer ordered the man drop the sword, but he refused and charged the officer. The officer shot the man, and he died of his injuries at the scene. The man's name will not be released to his family is notified. The incident's under investigation. There you go. All right, guys. This has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. Thank you so much for coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, make sure you guys tip your waitresses and go to the uh, adamandeve.com, put in code TBGWT, go to Amazon and iTunes and search the best of Ryan and Karen. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>